this is the in focus podcast from the hindu welcome to the hindus in focus podcast i'm zubeda hamid your host for today last week the national commission for protection of child rights told the supreme court that close to 1.5 lakh children in the country are in need of care and protection after losing at least one of their parents to covid-19 and other diseases during the pandemic period over 10000 children have lost both parents the pandemic and subsequent lockdowns not only pushed thousands of indians into poverty it also made services that generally safeguard children unavailable in large parts of the country leaving them vulnerable to exploitation thousands of migrant workers returned to their villages schools have been shut for the better part of 2 years and families desperate to survive have gotten into the clutches of money lenders which makes them easy prey for traffickers In July last year, the Union Home Ministry issued guidelines for the urgent setting up of anti-human trafficking units or AHTUs and asked states to upgrade the infrastructure of existing ones. As per the National Crime Records Bureau, there are 696 functional AHTUs and 20 states or union territories have achieved their targets of setting up AHTUs in all districts. In the meantime, children have been rescued from trains and buses. from workplaces across the country and from sexual exploitation and child marriage in the thousands by child rights organizations childline a helpline for children in distress received 192000 distress calls between march and august 2020 during the first lockdown most of which were to do with cases of child labor and yet the national crime record bureau's data from ahtus recorded only 1714 cases of human trafficking in 2020 what really happened to vulnerable children during the pandemic how do the ahtus work and are they effective what happens to rescued children and how long does it take for the rehabilitation process to work and what are the urgent gaps the government needs to fill to protect children in our country from trafficking to speak to us about this and more we have with us today mr dhananjay tingal Executive Director of Bachpan Bachao Andolan, a movement for the protection of children that works with government agencies and policy makers to strengthen the system. Good afternoon Mr. Dhananjay Tingal and welcome to the Hindus in Focus podcast. Good afternoon Subhita ji. Sir, the COVID-19 pandemic has caused enormous economic distress to millions of families in India. The lockdowns have led to job losses, to schools being closed, and has made services that generally safeguard children unavailable in large parts of our country, leaving children vulnerable to exploitation. In your experience, sir, did the pandemic lead to an increase in the trafficking of children? Zubeda ji, first, uh, good morning to all the listeners of the podcast, and I would say that I would like to thank you for taking up such an important topic. which has seen an increase in the number of children who have been trafficked and for the first time in two decades ilo has also come up recently that the number of child laborers have increased because of the pandemic and world over so it's a very delicate situation and in india also we have seen that children the number of the trafficking cases increased number of children have increased who are in the labor as well as the traffickers are very active in the source areas from where the children are being trafficked and the reasons are very simple for that 
like the pandemic has caused lots of job losses as you mentioned before the economic conditions of the parents in the source areas have gone down the large number of uh, people who were working in the urban centers or in the in urban centers and the destination places they have gone back to home we are also depending on the work there so all this coupled has coupled together has made the things very bad in the source areas and children have to face a double whammy because the schools were also closed they were online and uh, it is i need to say that all the children doesn't have the access to the online services neither they have access to an android phones so some of them were able to but then also that gave them a chance to be working outside parents also got a chance that okay schools is not going so they became easy target for the traffickers to take them to work so trafficking has increased and our data the number of children who were rescued in last uh, since january to i will say till now is almost uh, 13000 in january uh, 2022 now it is almost uh, 13000 children have been rescued and more than 800 and more than 900 people were rescued while they were being trafficked from the source to the village while they were being trafficked by either in train or in buses that was a within a period of first of to 15th august to 30th of october and uh, so whereas in compared to this the number of children which were rescued in the from august 2018 to to december 2019 was around 5000 5500 children so in a period of 2 years if we take a comparison there's almost 8000 number 8000 more children have been rescued by us only so number of children have increased and they have become more vulnerable and uh, conditions have become worse for them to work could you tell us a little bit about the source areas you mentioned sir and what who are the children that we are seeing who are being trafficked are they the older teenage kids that we are seeing mostly boys mostly girls really it's a different areas like children uh, from bihar eastern up chunks of odisha uh, southern rajasthan are the boys who are generally being trafficked for labor in uh, and the age group is between 8 to 18 it's all comprising of all to say that one age group is uh, higher number than the other one is difficult to say it's districts of jharkhand chatisgarh madhya pradesh and parts of and west bengal are the girls from where the girls are being trafficked especially from northeast and from west bengal there is a trafficking also taking place for the of the girls for the purpose of marriage child marriage they are being taken from there and uh, we recently got to know that some girls from west bengal have been trafficked are being trafficked uh, to uh, kashmir also so these are the areas where they have been traditionally from these other areas from where the children have been are being trafficked to the places where they are working in the states like punjab delhi eastern rajasthan jaipur jaipur side basically jaipur and some of urban areas then uh, southern india telangana other states where these children are being taken andhra pradesh so the other states where the children are being taken from these places to work and traffickers are operative in certain cases the employer are themselves the traffickers and in certain cases they are just uh, employers are not the traffickers but the traffickers are there who is bringing the children and selling them off to the employer to make them 
you said the number of traffickers too has increased in this scenario sir could you talk to us a little bit about how the trafficking works one in in some cases we know that the traffickers know the families beforehand or from or from the same village etc but nowadays a lot is being spoken about online methods being used by traffickers to recruit vulnerable children ma'am during the pandemic there were very different methods which were used by the traffickers one of the methods was when that there was a lockdown there was a problem of income getting also for food the traffickers were supporting the families and gaining their faith as a good person and once the lockdown opened then they were taking the children with them second method online is more on telephones information being passed and traffickers were booking the tickets of the children or they are asking the employers especially employers who were in this gujarat punjab that they were getting the ticket book or even in states like uh, telangana or the tickets were being booked for them to travel in the trains and they were bringing them bringing the children one of the things when uh, we were asking the children from trafficking what we realized was the traffickers were traveling separately and they were asking the children to come asking the parents to bring the children with them because if the children are being brought with the parents then no action is the family who is traveling so you cannot take any action whereas if the children are with only with the traffickers then action can be taken and they when they were bringing with the parent so no action can be taken so there were different methods which they were using in bringing the children luring the children we caught uh, cases in uh, jharkhand where we intervened and they were luring certain girls while they were in the during the lockdown and making them ready to come with them so the villagers you able to them stop and also get them arrested and uh, so these were the methods which they were using online in special cases of uh, child labor and and from these areas from where the the employer the traffic themselves are the, also the employer as well as or they are selling recruitment is not being done online very strongly but it's more on a one to one and face to face and by meeting them and though the information is passed they have a persons in the villages they inform the people in the destination places where they have to go that okay they can get the children so they inform they ask and then they start uh, motivating them and luring them also uh, because the parents have taken money from the money lenders so in this case they were using the money lenders as well in pressuring the parents to send the children to work so that uh, repayment of the loans can be done so the parents immense economic distress is also contributing to this that's one of the major reasons and that is the what the causes the trafficking and it has uh, the distress level in the during the lockdown has increased very heavily and also the it was known that the large number of migrant laborers have gone back to their hometowns so all that created a distress so back in july 2020 this is just a f- few months into the intense lockdown announced by the indian government the union government issued an advisory asking states to set up new anti human trafficking units and to upgrade infrastructure of existing ones to combat and prevent the menace of trafficking how have these anti human trafficking units worked ma'am i'll give a incident and because this uh, guidelines and uh, this advisory from ministry of affairs was issued on 7th of july and it was in response to a case on trafficking which was filed by bba in uh, june in the supreme court and case was filed based on our interventions in the field during the lockdown 
and when the children were coming back and also a study which was done by our sister organization philosophy at the children's foundation which has said that the trafficking will increase once the lockdown opens up so and we had the information how the children have been are being lured and also when the children were going back to the hometowns we were getting the information from the quarantine centers where they were being kept before they were sent home before they entered the villages so we were also checking them we found large number of children we contacted them they all said that they will be going back so that report as well as our experience in the field made us realize that the trafficking will increase once the lockdown increases so we have gone to the supreme court and response to that uh, minister of affairs have issued this uh, uh, this advisory to all the states but irony is that uh, during this period they were more busy the government agencies and everybody was busy in implementing the lockdown and how to control the corona rather than how to stop this menace which was going to come after the or when there was an lockdown also asqs have been established but they are not the separate body what they have done is they have already identified certain people and they have given them the additional responsibility and the additional charge of east and it's a very small unit in certain districts there are just two or three people who are under east and but there was no task force was set up as there were as mentioned in the guidelines on migration register was one of the things was mentioned in the guidelines to be set kept in all the villages all these measures were not taken by the state government and interestingly in one of the meetings when we were there when we were talking about the trafficking increasing and so one of the officials from the ministry of affairs have asked have said it very clearly that they have no information about the trafficking increasing any trafficking taking place once the lockdown it was that was happening in october end of october that uh, there any case of trafficking which have been reported then we have to tell him that we have the cases fir's which prove that the section 370 was put with proof that the mm-hmm. case of trafficking and we have rescued more than 400 children during this period with an fir's with the were cases of trafficking so that shows that how the information is being translated and how the information is being passed and how it is being monitored that needs to be strengthened up So the 696 AHTUs or anti-human trafficking units which are supposed to be functional in 20 states and union territories you're saying they are not doing well enough Ma'am they are existing I'm not saying they're not existing they are existing but again they're not very effectively functioning Right So talk to us a little bit about what happens when an FIR is filed what comes under child labor and what comes under child trafficking because as per data from the national crime records bureau the AHTUs have said that in 2020 1714 cases of human trafficking were registered with maharashtra and telangana registering the highest number of cases but as you yourself have told us you have rescued over 13000 children so the figure seems very small compared to the scale of the problem what is wrong with our data collection ma'am there is no wrong with the data collection it is the the problem is also lies with the common agencies accepting it is a case of trafficking or in many cases they are not putting the sections of trafficking whereas all the children who are being rescued they all are trafficked children but in many cases if the child is from the neighboring or the same state they don't put cases of trafficking why second is the reporting with the from the stay from the police station till ncrb is not very clear we also have cases where we have seen number there is a vast difference in the cases which have been reported and the cases which has come in the report of uh, ncrb so whereas 
the data collection of the police, data information flow, what they are saying is one of the best methods, which is, which is, uh, they have a regular reporting of the cases which are being sent. But how the difference comes up is a thing which I think the police department needs to look into their method of reporting the cases. Because both of them, the information which we had was from the RTIs which were filed in the states. And when we compared it with the report of NCRB, there were difference. What is the definition, sir, in the law for trafficking? What, what makes it a case that the police have to register it as trafficking? Ma'am, in case of any case in which there is a force which has been used or there has been any buying or selling of any kind illegally which is involved, any kind of uh, luring is there or a person or there is not the will of the person, it's against the will of the person, then it can be considered to be a case of trafficking. And it's a, it involves movement, movement from one place to another. But there is no restriction on distance, right? Any movement. No, that's why I'm saying that. It doesn't mean that it has to be from one state to another. It can be from one locality to another locality where the person has been taken without the his by luring him, by giving him, by making false promise or by giving some advance or forcing him to go and work, which is illegal. So there's no question of a distance. And most of the children who are working, child labor, they are from different parts of the country. From They are not from that original same place. Or so, if the person is from the, if the child is from the same place, then the child, this means the child is working in his family enterprise. But even from one locality to another, he has come. Then also, is a child is a trafficking case. So the section of seventeen, but in many cases, in these cases, they don't police don't put season. So they don't take it as a case of child trafficking. So they generally put a child labor case rather than a child trafficking case. Is that is that easier for them in that sense? Ma'am, in many cases, in like in UP at present, police is not filing a fire in any case of uh, child labor or trafficking until they are being Why, closed. Why, sir? For, uh, they don't consider it to be a, a cognizant cock. Often, this is only what we can say, but we have been talking to them. and But the, see, it's not only a problem of legal, but it's also a problem when we are talking for child labor who has been rescued. So this means that the child was working because of the distress in the family. Then only a child was forced to work. So if a child is being forced to work, is whatever this said, then that problem has to be removed and the child should be rehabilitated properly. But if there are no legal recourse is taken, if you don't go in a fire, so this means that the child is not being produced to the Child Welfare Committee, no rehabilitation can take place. So it's important that police, but like UP in 2020, October, they rescued almost about uh, 2300 children. In uh, 21 from March to April, February to April, I presume, I think they had a three months. Uh, Action month, three three months action they have done in which they rescued more than say eighteen hundred children, but none in none of the cases only about thirty fifteen uh, FIRs were registered, which were registered most in which the complaints were filed from our side in the case of trafficking. So police don't file FIRs in many of the cases. So the child is just handed over and returned to the family, and then sometimes the cycle starts all over again, right? Yeah. All over again, and in many cases, the labor department police takes the record that nobody is there is a complaint. So we have not filed the labor department should file a, a, a complaint, but labor department just charges them under the uh, CLPRA. And before the CLPRA uh, was not cognizant, but now it's cognizant. We have to tell them there's a cognizant office that happened. The police has to file an FIR, but they just don't do it. So it is also an easy way of showing the less crime. Sir, talk to us about a little bit about the Trafficking in Persons Prevention, Care and Rehabilitation Bill 2021, which was set to be passed in the winter session of Parliament, but has been postponed. 
The bill's objective is to prevent and counter trafficking in persons, especially women and children, to provide for care, protection and rehabilitation to victims. Do the provisions of the bill achieve this objective? Ma'am, provisions of the bills were good. And in fact, it is one of the very interesting things when we see that there are a lot many bills, there are a lot many laws to prevent or to make these activities illegal, like trafficking of women or child labor. All these are, the bills are there to stop it, to make them illegal. But there's not a single bill, single bill or single law which gives the power to for rehabilitation of the child or of the woman. If you see, no act talks about it. So in that sense, this trafficking bill was very important because it was talking about a strong rehabilitation of the these victims. And at present, when the child is being rescued from trafficking, and as because that time he the child or a woman is in the transit, so the office of child labor has not been created, has not been has happened. So the provisions of child labor or the bonded labor cannot take place, cannot be put, so he, the child cannot do it. There's no rehabilitation package can be given to a victim of trafficking apart from under Section 357 of the IPC in which victim compensation can be given. But that's a very long-run process. So there's no compensation or rehabilitation package for any victim of trafficking per se. So it was very important then. And it said we were looking forward for that bill to pass. And BBA and KC worked a lot on that. And uh, even Mr. Satyati has written to all the member of parliaments to get it passed but sadly that bill was not introduced in the winter session as well we hope and we look forward for that bill to be passed soon so you were talking about child rehabilitation and no compensation being provided this is something the national human rights commission has flagged as well they have said that trafficking survivors often have to wait two to four years to get the compensation there which the government is mandatorily supposed to give them could you talk to me a little about this? What happens during the rehabilitation process? How long do cases take generally to go to trial? Conviction rates are very low. We know that. What what happens after the child is rescued? Ma'am, ideally, the, after the child is rescued, the child should be given... If the child is from child labor, then the child is also bonded labor. So he should be given a release certificate immediately. There is an immediate support compulsion which needs to be given to the child of 20,000 rupees. There's MC Mehta fine which needs to be collected. That has to be done. And that should be given to the child and should deposit it. And a repatriation of child and should the child is admitted to a school if it, the child is below 14 years or NCLP scheme should be given the preference to a child. Then once the child is declared as a bonded labor, they should be given preference in all kind of uh, social security schemes. All these things are happening, but it takes long time. In many states, even the release certificates are not being issued. The One of the problems in child labor is that there is no common way of rescuing and policy to be followed. Despite the Ministry of Labor and Employment issuing standard operating procedure for the rescue of children in 2017. But still, that is not being followed across India by the state government, by the district administration. And many of them are not even aware. They say some governments, state or central government, we will be making our own central operating procedure. Maharashtra state is one of the states which said that there is no bonded labor. Is that so? They need to see that these definitions have changed over the time. And once the definitions have changed and the situations which have changed, so are this we need to see and it's not. So that is the problem. 
And so it takes long time for, there have been cases of, in which BP has intervened and the children have got the compensation after three years, four years. And that too, after having a lots of rigorous follow-up and the complaints going to NHRC and to uh, NCPCR bodies. But in many states, these certificates are not, even a state like Bihar, they are not issuing release certificates. States like Maharashtra, Karnataka, Assam, Madhya Pradesh, it's very difficult to get release certificates. You have to fight with them. And if you see in states like Telangana, Tamil Nadu, Antar, they have started now. What happens when the release certificate is not given? Ma'am, then the one of the rehabilitation become because most of the rehabilitation in the child for the child labor happens under the bonded labor, the kind of rehabilitation which is given. CLPR, Child Labor Provision Regulation Act, doesn't talk of rehabilitation much. They only talk of collection of fine of MC Mehta and that should be given to the child, child's account and by sending it to the state district and the child should be given the benefit out of it. So, it was important that the release certificate should be issued so the re- proper rehabilitation can take place. Also, one of the other problems which we face in the rehabilitation is that there are schemes of which have been started by different state government. Bihar has a scheme where any any child labor who has been rescued and FIR and other provisions have been done. Even if release certificate is not issued, then also if the child labor declared in the FIR it has mentioned, then they are given 25,000 rupees as from the chief minister relief fund by getting them entered into the child labor tracking system. But in that cases, what the problem is therefore there's small small problem which come up and that is because of the negligence or of the lack of understanding of the law. Like if one CWC, they have not, the CWC from where the child was rescued from that district has not informed the CWC of the native district. So CWC is not aware about the child's child being there who has been been rescued. So they don't do the follow-up. So information is not being passed between government agencies. Ma'am, information is not being passed and they are not being, it might be because of lack of understanding or because just the parents have come or some guardian have come, they have handed over the child in the, since they don't send the, send the letter. And it's also a problem because once it's the responsibility of the child welfare committees to monitor the well-being of the child and especially any child who is in need of care and protection. And if the source districts or the native districts, CWC is not aware about the child who, is a, who has been declared as a child in need of care and protection by different CWC, they are not able to follow up. So the child is always in a danger of being trafficked. Last question, sir. You talked to us about primarily children being trafficked for labor and also for child marriage. Is there a sexual exploitation component as well? Uh, yes, the girls, large number of girls are being taken for the, for the purpose of sexual exploitation. And uh, though the forms of sexual exploitation have changed now, it's not only limited to the red light areas. And especially in the pandemics and other parts, it has changed. And But the girls from West Bengal, and Northeast are being taken, many of them are being taken for the purpose of uh, sexual exploitation. Also, the tribal girls from Jharkhand, in the garb of uh, trafficking for labor, they have been taken for the, are being trafficked to different parts for the purpose of uh, commercial sexual exploitation. That is happening. How, uh, you talk to us about the dangers if uh, CWCs don't follow up on vulnerable children, about the dangers of re-trafficking. Could you give us a few steps that the government needs to urgently take to stop the cycle of trafficking continuing again and again? Ma'am, one of the things is, first and foremost, as per the law of Child Labor Provision Regulation Act, there should be a district task force should be constituted and made 
functional immediately. AST needs to be active and functional and have a separate identity rather than one deputy SP headquarters becoming the head of ASTU and a very small number. They have a very, just two or three people in the form of ASTU. ASTU needs to be properly trained in and formed and manning the traffic transport points of railway station, bus stand, taxi stand, all these things should be under their observation. Third is a proper rehabilitation. There is no rehabilitation policy or plan of the government for the victims of trafficking and child labor or of uh, child commercial sexual exploitation. They need to have a proper plan as well as a policy on the rehabilitation. There should be a time-bound trial as in the case of child sexual abuse, which is there. It's a one year which is mentioned in POXO. It, that, similarly, there should be a time-bound trial in the cases of all cases of trafficking and of child labor. We have seen in many cases, charge sheet is not being filed in three, three, four, four years by the police. And many cases, when, that, when it comes to the court, you don't find the, the child because the child has become adult and has gone out somewhere and has moved out. So you don't know you're not the case. The employer is free or the trafficker is free. There's no case. So that there should be a time bound uh, within a, within one year time, the case should be decided and finalized still in cases in the of case of trafficking. The summary trial in these cases should happen immediately so that the children are given the proper full and final compensation of in the case of bonded labor since 2016 when the when Sabitel became compulsory for giving the uh, full and final compensation in the central sector scheme not a single Sabitel has happened across India in any case so that should become immediately that should be happening within three months of the case there are some steps which and the lastly I will surely say monitoring systems and doing the vulnerability mapping in the districts so as to move the vulnerabilities of the chill of the families whose children can be trafficked by linking them with the welfare schemes is very important. There are certain steps that the government should take in place. Thank you so much for speaking to us today, Mr. Tingan. Thank you. In focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by The Hindu. We'll see you soon.